Are you looking for ways to grow in your writing? Learn more about what it looks like to be a Christian writer? Well, what if you could do those things alongside other like-minded writers and find encouragement, accountability, and direction? Well, the writer's block is the place for you. It's the perfect combination of the art and the heart of writing. We learn from teachers each week, pray for each other, give one another feedback on our writing, and so much more. The doors are open, so I encourage you to take a look at mywritersblock.com. Hey there, how's your writing going? Are you spinning your wheels more than making real progress towards your goals? Are you not quite sure what your writing goals are? If that's you, you're not alone, and you're in the right place. My name is Amy Simon, and this is the Purposeful Pen Podcast, where we uncover how to build a writing life that brings joy to us, glory to God, and benefit to others. So before we start today's episode, I want to announce one other opportunity to grow in your writing. Starting tomorrow, Substack subscribers will have access to a free once-a-month drop-in group coaching. The first one is Wednesday, October 18th, from 11 a.m. to noon Central Time. The Zoom link will be in the chat section of my Substack. This is a great chance to ask your writing-related questions. I hope to see you there. So where do I focus my limited time and energy? Everyone seems to be dealing with information overload lately, myself included. There are so many things. So much info out there that it's just so hard to decide where to focus our time. Do I grow my email list, create a lead magnet, post on social media? And what on social media? Which platforms? Videos? Reels? Stories? Build the website? Do I post blog posts? Do I try and figure out Pinterest or start a podcast or create a course? And oh yeah, there's, you know, like actually writing. The list is so overwhelming, especially when most of us have such limited time to begin with. What's going to bear fruit? What's going to work? Where do I spend my time? I found in my own life that I tend to try dabbling in this or that, trying things that seem promising, popular, or fun. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but I'm still usually left wondering if I was wasting my time or not. So how do we decide what to focus on, what to work on next? I think the answer to that depends on your answer to these two questions. What are your goals and where are you in the process? When you're planning a trip, before you know which road to take, you first need to know where you're trying to go. Is your goal to traditionally publish a book or self-publish? Maybe it's just to get your message out there in whichever way seems most effective. Are you looking to earn an income or grow a business? Or do you want to just enjoy writing at your own pace and share it with whomever wants to read it? Do you have a sense for how God is leading you? There is, unfortunately, no magic formula or guaranteed process. My thoughts here will probably disappoint you if you are looking for a simple, straightforward plan. I don't know your situation, and so it's impossible for me to give you personalized input. And besides, that's what coaching is for. If you listen to the stories of other writers, they all came to where they were going via different paths according to their own strengths and passions. And sometimes their goals even changed as they went. That's all okay. So even though there really is no formula, 
I want to offer some general principles that I hope will be helpful. So first of all, if your goal includes income, whether that's through book sales or other means, then growing your audience is going to be important. Marketing experts use the illustration of a funnel. The top of the funnel is the widest, bringing in the most people. The people who hear about what you have to offer start at the wide part of the funnel. Now, out of those who hear about your work, a smaller number are going to be interested enough to, say, join your email list. Out of those on your email list, a smaller number of those are going to buy your product, whether it's a book, traditionally or self-published, a course or a coaching package. You need to bring in enough people at the wide top part of the funnel in order to have enough people left to reach the bottom of the funnel and purchase your product. And if traditional publishing is part of your plan, you also need a large enough audience in size in order to get a publishing contract. Now there isn't a magic number for that audience size. It really just depends on the publisher. So then how do we grow our audience? Now that depends on how God has wired you. Do you enjoy social media or is it life-sucking? How about public speaking? What do you think about starting a podcast? As with everything else I've talked about here, how you grow your audience needs to be the overlap of how you're wired and what's going to accomplish what you're trying to do. What is a life-giving, God-honoring, and self-honoring way to grow your audience? So let's be clear about another thing. Social media followers do not necessarily equal your audience. Now you can use social media, but you want to get people from social media to your email list. I've talked about this before. Instagram and Facebook can disappear in a moment. You don't own them and you have no control over them. You want to get those interested people onto your email list that you own and have control over. Social media is just one avenue to get them there. So whether it's social media or another avenue, I want to give you permission right here. You don't have to do it all. You can't. There's no way. There is room to try things, though. Do you want to try Pinterest? Go for it. Research how writers use it and what the best methods are to get your message out that way. Commit to it for a period of time, maybe three to six months. Track your results and decide if it's worth it. Now, I am not a Pinterest expert by any stretch, so you may need to do it for a longer period to see if you get results. I don't know. But if it doesn't work, that's okay. Try something else. For me, I've spent a year or more growing my Instagram account. I've been consistent and use different types of content to grow my audience and communicate my message. I've discovered that while, yes, I have grown my Instagram following, however, those followers are not, for the most part, joining my email list or even interacting with what I share. When I look at my insights, less than 10% are even seeing what I post. So, even though it's a popular option for writers and my follower number has grown, it's not accomplishing the end goal that I need it to. My ROI, return on investment, is really low. And I'm currently deciding whether it's worth my time or not. Perhaps you'll get different results. 
But just remember that your measurement of success in this way is readers added to your email list, not just growing your numbers on that social media platform. If social media isn't your thing, then you can look at other options for growing your audience, collaborations with other writers, public speaking, a podcast, etc. So if you're not trying to earn an income from your writing, you might still want to grow your audience just so that more people can benefit from your writing. But maybe the numbers won't be quite as important to you. So the second question to consider is this, where are you in the process? Are you trying to figure out who your audience is and what you offer them? Are you trying to establish a consistent writing routine? Deciding what those end goals are? That's all great, that's okay. Then be there and work on that first. Clarity will come as you move forward from where you are. Keep writing and exploring where you wanna go with it. If you are clear in who you're writing for and what you offer them, I suggest you pick one audience growing activity to focus on at a time. Find something that is a good fit for who God has made you to be and commit to learning about it and trying it for a few months to see how it works for you. I would also encourage you not to get lost in the audience building and neglect your actual writing. So that might mean posting a regular blog post or sending a regular email to your subscribers, maybe writing for publication, or even just writing in your journal as you process who your reader is and what you offer him or her. But pick one. So if you're in a season of busyness and don't have a lot of time to invest in your writing, I encourage you to narrow down your list of writing things to two. One audience building pursuit and one that focuses on developing your craft, meaning doing the actual writing. May your writing bring joy to you Glory to God and benefit to others. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Substack to take advantage of additional resources. Comment on the chat questions and see what others are saying as well. There are also journaling prompts you can download to further process the things we talk about in each week's episode. You can further support the podcast by liking it, commenting on it, and of course, sharing it with others.